the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Michelle Smallman, Danny Mack, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. And on Sunday morning here on this very radio station at 9 o'clock, you will hear from Jay Delsing. It's golf with Jay Delsing. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well, and I'm shocked, absolutely shocked, at the move that Xander Shoffley made at the Olympics last night. Were you keeping an eye on that? I did not see that. I, oh, I, I mean, the last I saw was he drove the par four to about eight feet, and then I think I just drifted off. Uh, that's understandable. It has happened. So the Americans were completely out of it last night, but now Shoffley has a one-shot lead. There were, there were no Americans in the top 12 last night at the beginning of the round, and Shoffley with a huge run, and he now has a one-shot lead at the Olympics. I saw the final scores this morning. I thought there was something dramatic in what he did. Yeah, he. he um, I've been following him. He's a, a, a really interesting, good young player that I'm expecting to break through in a major any time. And he has really had the Olympics on his radar. So good for him. It's never easy to play your best golf when you want to play. You know, when you're when you're hoping to kind of peak at a certain tournament. Jay, the Olympics are something that people always have eyeballs on, but it was really tough for golf in the Olympics because the favorite and John Rahm, who was representing Spain, and Bryson DeChambeau both withdrew after testing positive for COVID-19. So from a a popularity standpoint and a competition standpoint, that was a big hit for Olympic golf. Oh, my gosh, Michelle. Can somebody explain to me what's going on with John Rahm in a second? Something can't be right. I, I thought I read where he had received one of the two vaccinations, but, uh, you know, with, uh, I think with the Pfizer, you need the, the, the two shots. I, I don't understand it. I've there, not, nothing I've read's really shed any light on it. It's, it's a really odd situation. And then Bryson, uh, getting COVID as well. is uh, unfortunate because he's just must watch golf when he, when he's out there. AJ, a two part question about the Olympics in golf. Um, number one, what are the players think about this because it is unique and it's not the PGA Tour, it's not a major, but yet it is something that is obviously would mean a ton for so many people in any walk of life, any sport that you're participating in to win uh, a gold medal in the Olympics. So that's number one. And number two, the courses uh, that they're playing. Is it just one course or how are they doing it and how competitive are those courses as opposed to what we see and how it's set up for a PGA event? Yeah, great question, Danny. I, I think it kind of goes across the board when it comes to the Olympics. Uh, you get a guy like Dustin Johnson that's just shown very little interest in playing in either 2016 or this year. And um, then you get a guy like Xander Shoffley who couldn't wait. Patrick Reed was uh, DeChambeau's replacement. He was over there immediately. And, um, 
And Justin Thomas has said this is the coolest thing he's ever done. But, I mean, in a historical perspective, I mean, they hadn't had golf in the Olympics for over 100 years. And so you get a guy probably like Tiger, it'd be interesting if he was, you know, eligible, what he would say and do. You know he'd love to throw a gold medal into that pretty impressive uh, um, cachet of trophies. But they're they're still going to fall short of the majors, Danny, for sure, in anybody's wish list sort of thing. And the golf courses in Japan are great. They're a little bit shorter than what we play in the U.S., but that course is in impeccable shape. I have not played that one, but it's it's in great shape. Uh, it's a little short uh, for U.S. standards and a little bit tight, but, you know, you give these great players a little bit of time to prepare, and they're going to take it down. Hey, Jay, another big day yesterday for the Ascension Charity Classic coming up in September at Norwood Hills Country Club and having Jack Nicholas and Tom Watson in town and Danny Mack emceed the luncheon. We're getting closer and closer, and it's becoming more real than it ever has been. Oh, my gosh, Randy. Yesterday was so cool to have Danny Mack uh, emcee the thing so professionally. did such a great job. Uh, I walked in, and Jack and Tom were sitting there in this this, – Lovely woman said, would you like your picture with these guys? I said, oh, hell yeah, I would. So <laughs> I went over there, and I and I started talking to them. And before you know it, we were in a conversation for four or five minutes. I looked around, and there was a line of like six other people that wanted their picture, and these guys were just giving me the hairy eyeball, like, would you move on? Come on, get out of the way. We want to get our picture taken with them. I'm like, oh, my gosh, sorry, guys, I didn't realize that. So I just, uh, Jack Nicholas was talking about how he played pickleball at 81 years old, and played in, in 10 minutes had fallen twice and had to go to the hospital to get a hip x-ray and unfortunately no broken bones but he was he was great and and to listen to those guys still kind of give each other the barb after all of these years it, it was wonderful they they were talking you guys about the the battle in the sun i think that uh that they called it at um, turnberry in 77 and of course watson came out on top and then Tom had the microphone and said, and let's just go to 1982 when I won the U S open. And Jack's like, wait a minute, why do we have to go from 77 to 82? Why can't we talk about something that happened in between? And I, I think it's because Tom didn't win any majors in between. them. <laughs> you know, what is amazing to me, Jay, and I didn't realize this Jack Nicholas, 18 majors knew that I did not realize he was the runner up in 19 of them. That's a, I, that that just was that was like the Bob Gibson two hundred and fifty one wins, two hundred and fifty five complete games for me. That just floored me. Yeah, Danny's staggering. I mean, when you think about it, and the guy that was sitting next to him yesterday was responsible for about four or five of them. That's right. Uh, and and and, uh, and Jack, I, I just got a kick out of how Tom kept needling Jack. And Jack took it so well. I mean, it was. Uh, he he talked about this one time these guys were playing the 18th hole and they were coming down the stretch and and Tom looked at Jack and goes Jack that's one of the worst shots I've ever seen you hit I can't believe how far right you hit your tee shot and Jack's like yeah I was pretty bad I, I hit away over there in the bushes and and uh, mm-hmm. but he still wound up making birdie I think or something so it it was very lively and hats off to Ascension right I mean they're putting on this show it uh, Danny what about the fact that Ascension bought 27 brand new sets of clubs for the diversity golf uh, movement. And I mean, they just keep stepping up to the plate and knocking it out of the park. Yeah. They're, they're doing such great things. And um, we should mention that last year when COVID hit, so the tournament didn't take place and they still 
wrote checks for charity, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jay, but it was over $600,000, and they were the first to do that, I believe, of any tour event. So Champions Tour, PGA Tour, that said, hey, we understand that these charities um, are counting on us, and we're, we're not going to let you down. So they didn't, and they still stepped up and did that. Our understanding is, too, is now the, the corporate support here in St. Louis has gotten really behind it. Now, I think part of that maybe is because of the success of what happened at Belle Reve, and they know that this is a great sports town and people will support it, but we're also getting closer to the event. Now, I think it's the 11th is when they have Tom and Jack back to play in the nine-hole event, and then you've got the actual tournament late September, but I think, generally speaking, people are getting really excited about it and uh, and support it because those three charities in North County are, are getting a lot of funds uh, directed their way, and it's a huge thing. Oh, my gosh, uh, 100%. Everything you said, I think, is, is spot on. I called the office in Jacksonville and said, has anyone ever, has an entity ever donated money before they ran an event? And they said, we don't have, it's not a record we keep, but we don't think anyone's ever done that before. So Ascension's leading the way. And you guys, what's really going to be neat, the event's not going to be the same magnitude as what happened at Bell Reeve. That was off the charts. It was a major championship and a regular tour. But we've sold over 57 skyboxes and cabanas to the business community. And there's Club 314. There's the two pro-ams. The, P- the PGA Tour champions players are going to be blown away at what Norwood Hills looks like and how the course is going to be set up and the spectators that are going to be there. It just doesn't happen that often for the Champions Tour guys. Jay, what do you have coming up on the show on Sunday? We just have uh, story time with Pearly. We, <laughs> we start talking, tell, tell a few stories. We kind of get lost in those things, and um, we've had some pretty good um, responses, so we're kind of slipping one of those uh, in this week. That's always fun. Hey, great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Love being with you guys. Have a great day. YouTube. That is our friend Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.